This is the Old Radio Show's podcast. Hollywood Star Playhouse. Tales of suspense, thrills, adventure by Hollywood's finest writers with Hollywood's top stars. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Herbert Rawlinson. Welcome to Hollywood Star Playhouse. You've waited three years for your plans to work out, for everything to be exactly the way you want it. But maybe you've waited too long, and maybe that strange sound you hear is the sly, insistent voice of death. Listen now to Victor Mature. As District Attorney Crandall in the story called Later Than You Think. It was ten o'clock in the morning, and the day was barely getting underway. An ordinary town and an ordinary day. Husbands had already been at the office long enough to slip out for coffee. Wives faced the day's housework with varying feelings. And school children longed for recess. Temperature, 68. A light winter haze and no wind. Normal. No excitement. But sometimes even at 10 a.m. can be later than you think. first with a mid-morning extra. Read all about it. And the read all about it was right in the headlines. Bail raised for murder suspect. Nick LaGrange to go free on $20,000 bail. Well, that started it. Ten minutes later, the excitement hit City Hall, and reporters from the other papers invaded the office of the mayor on the third floor. All right now, boys, calm down. Hold it. We don't know who put up the bail. Of course, we do know the bond broker, but we don't know who actually put up the money. We'll find out, though. You can count on it. And LaGrange will be here to stand trial. You can count on that, too. The story had its biggest effect on the fourth floor in the office of Crandall, the district attorney. I'll admit, frankly, I don't understand. I thought 20000 was plenty high enough to hold him. But I don't know. Maybe I'd better alert the precinct boys. He may try to skip town. I doubt it, Chief. I think there's something more here than... Pardon me. Yes? Mr. Crandall, this is Lieutenant Gates. He wanted me to keep an eye on that girlfriend of Nick, Sybil Ross. Oh, yes. Well, she left the jail block, and she's upstairs at the impound office now, getting Nick's personal belongings cleared, I guess. Good. Look, Gates. Stop her and have her come to my office before she leaves the building. It's important. The reporters weren't giving up. Leaving the mayor's office, they made a beeline for the elevator in the eighth floor and the cell of Nick LaGrange. Boys, I always been a friend of the press, ain't I? If I knew who put up that dough, I'd tell you. But all I'm thinking about right now is just getting out of this lousy jail and taking a bath. Oh, believe me. DA's got no case against me, and he knows it. But down in the basement in the city hall garage, something quite different was happening. 
something that sent a phone call ringing its way up to the fourth floor. Lieutenant Gates, Chief's office. Lieutenant, this is Barney down in the garage. Yeah, Barney, what is it? Well, you better come down here. I just found something. That... You better get down here right away. Come in, Miss Ross. I don't care you want to see me, Mr. Cranston. Yes, sit down, won't you? Thanks. Nice office. That's right. You've never been here before, have you? I've never had a reason to be here. I know. You've been lucky, Miss Ross. Lucky? Mm, lucky, considering your time with Nick LaGrange for the last three years. Oh, I'm afraid you're mistaken. I don't know anything about Mr. LaGrange's business affairs. I'm just a friend of his. I see. Then I don't suppose you're aware of the fact that Nick is the number one racketeer in the city. Why, that's the most amazing thing I ever heard. Yes, I thought it'd be a shock to you. I'm going to convict him on this murder charge, you know. Well, let's wait and see about that. It's an airtight case. He doesn't have a chance. That's not the way Nick tells it. He's counting on two things. First, that phony alibi he's using. Phony? Of course, and you know it is. What's the second thing, Mr. Cranston? Well, he's probably counting on the big shot behind him to come through and pull him out of this some way. The big shot behind him? I thought you just said Nick was number one. As far as the public is concerned, yeah. But he doesn't have the brains to organize this town the way it's organized. Somebody's backup. Somebody who's putting up $20,000 bail to get him out of here today. Well, there's no mystery about that. It's the Metro Bail Bond Service. No, they're only fronting for it. It's not their money. Whose is it, Miss Ross? Like I told you, I'm only a friend of his. A friend, huh? How'd you happen to get mixed up with him in the first place? Mixed up? Don't you mean become acquainted with him? I mean mixed up with him. This isn't Nick's first killing, you know. No, I don't know, Mr. Crandall. And if that's all you... Pardon me. Yeah? Who's phoning from the garage? Oh, Lieutenant Gates? Have him call me later. Tell him I'm tied up. Right. Sit down, Miss Ross. Why? All you're trying to do is pump me for stuff to use at the trial. No, I'm giving you a chance to get off of a sinking ship. As a matter of fact... I'm offering you a deal. A deal? Yeah. Interested? Well, I'm always interested in hearing about a deal. Yeah. That's what I thought. That's exactly what I thought. I, I, I can't get through to the DA. He's tied up right now. Can you raise that hood up any higher, Barney? I think so, Lieutenant. I sure don't want to set that thing off. You won't set it off. It's wired into the starter switch. 24 sticks of dynamite right in front of the dashboard. Boy, somebody sure don't like Nick LaGrange. Yeah, that may be the reason he's being bailed out just to knock him off with his death trap in his car here. Hold the flashlight, Barney. Okay, Lieutenant. There you see, it's a time bomb. The starter kicks off this watch mechanism and it runs for whatever time it's set for. Well, let's see now. And straight up around to... How much, Lieutenant? Sixteen minutes, right on the nose. That's just how long LaGrange would have left to live if he stepped on this starter. It's just an accident. I even happened to look at it. I figured I'd check the oil if he was going to pick it out this afternoon. Check the logbook and see if there were any visitors. I'll be up in Chief Webb's office. Hey, you going to leave that thing hooked up? Yeah, I don't want to touch it until the fingerprint boys have a look. I'll send them down. Check that log, Barney. Okay, Lieutenant. Go ahead, Mr. Crandall. I guess it's up to you to do the talking. All right. Then let's talk about you for a moment. 
Sure. Why not? Still dancing out the Blue Angel? That's right. You ought to catch the act sometime. It's not bad. I know. I've seen it. Oh? You're good if uh, that's what you want to hear. Very good. Thanks. In a way, that's the point. You're young, talented, beautiful, and intelligent. Well? And you're involved with a racketeer with three strikes on him. He's about to crack up your life. Love these sermons. Look, I'm not preaching, Miss Ross, merely stating facts as are facts. So? So, obviously, you'd rather drop this and get back to that deal. As a matter of fact, no. Oh? I've been doing some thinking these last few minutes. And it's not that I don't trust you, Mr. Cranley. But I have heard of such things as dictaphones. Hmm, cagey, huh? Just blame it on that intelligence you mentioned. Well, I suppose there's no use assuring you that I don't have a dictaphone planet. No, not a thing. So, uh... What do you suggest? Well, first, could you give me a cigarette? Oh, sure. Here you are. What about second? Slow down, Mr. Cranley. You're going too fast. I guess I am. All right, we've got plenty of time. All the time in the world. Light. And right here in the courthouse. Yes, sir. That'll look great in the papers. Does the DA know about it? I try to call him chief, but he's tied up. Well, I'd better get the mayor on it right away. And... Miss Woods, get the mayor for me. Then call the jail and have Nick LaGrange brought down here right away, huh? Right. What good is LaGrange going to do? He certainly didn't plan it. No, but he may do a little talking when he finds out somebody's put him on the spot. What about fingerprints, Gates? Did you call the boys? Yes, sir. They're getting on it right away. I told Barney to check the logbook for visitors. Of course, it could have been planned. Chief Webb? Oh, yes, ma'am. Something just broke in the LaGrange case. And I thought you'd better... Gates, will you get that other phone? Yes, sir. Yeah, we found a plan. Gates, thinking. Oh, what? Oh, no! Oh, no! What's the matter? Chief, it's Barney down in the garage. He was in the office checking that log. And Nick's girlfriend, Sybil Ross, came down and took that car out. What? And not only that, but the DA's with her, driving it. The DA? Chief, unless we can find them, they've got exactly 16 minutes... No, I haven't. Fifteen minutes. Just fifteen minutes more to live. Now, act two of... Later than you think. Towering Mr. Victor Mature. I'm telling you, Chief, so help me, I don't know nothing about it. No, of course not. I suppose you didn't even know Sybil Ross was going to take the car out. Yeah, it's a fact. I knew when she left this, she was going to get the keys from the clink. I didn't know she was going for no ride with the DA. LaGrange, who put up that $20,000 bond? Ah, uh, Mayor, I ain't got the faintest idea. It was your boss, wasn't it? Boss? What boss? Probably the same guy that planted that bomb in your car. Wanted to make sure you wouldn't squeal on him at the trial. Yeah, there's no boss. As far as I know, I ain't got a single enemy either. So help me, boys. I don't know nothing about it. Ah, but I love him. 
Any luck yet, Lieutenant? No, sir. We got all the radio cars on it now. The sheriffs along with ours. They said roadblocks on the main boulevards. They're working their area street by street, but so far, no luck. What about the local radio stations? Did you call them? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. They're breaking the regular broadcast right away, starting to make emergency announcements. How much time do we have left? Not enough, Mayor. Just twelve and a half minutes. Twelve and a half minutes. You're sure picking all the back streets, Mr. Cranley. There's a lot of traffic this way. The car handles nice. I guess so. I just don't like to drive them if I have to. wonder what's in the radio. I don't know, but that's a good way to find out. Not bad. Yeah. I saw you dance to that number once. That? That was two years ago. Oh, I remember it. For some things. I see. You know... I'm wondering something, Mr. Crandall. Just how much does this deal involve me? Why, it involves you entirely. What do you mean? You know what I mean. Yes. I guess I do. Well? Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt uh, our program of dance music to bring you a special emergency announcement. Interrupt? Everything's an emergency anymore. Sure, it's that kind of a world. It keeps moving faster and faster. Well, as far as I'm concerned, it... Hey, what's this? An alley? No, a service road. It leads up back of the reservoir. It's a good place to stop. Out of the way. I can't drive and talk at the same time. You're right. The world is moving faster. Mm-hmm. Those were some of the boys from your police department who went tearing by. Oh, they're after some speeder, I guess. You know, uh, one of these days they might be chasing around looking for you. Looking for me? Why? Oh, to bring you in on a perjury charge, for instance. Perjury? You're crazy. What about Nick's alibi? Aren't you planning to claim he was with you at the time of the murder? Are you saying I'm a liar? Of course, I know where you were, what you were doing, and you weren't with Nick. We're pretty thorough, Miss Ross. It doesn't look too good for you. Which brings us right back to the question. Why are you so concerned about me? Because from the first time I ever saw you, Sybil, I've been head over heels in love with you. You've been awfully quiet about it. I had to be. But I'm good at waiting. Waiting until you could send Nick to the chair, is that it? Nick's going to the chair because he killed a man, no other reason. And you? Look, Mr. Crandall, I think it's about time you laid this whole deal right out on the table. Wait till we stop, we're almost at the reservoir. The world may be moving faster, Sybil, but we've got plenty of time. I'm telling you, boys, you got me all wrong. I don't know who's trying to knock me off. I don't know nothing about it. Maybe it's not you they're after, Nick. Maybe that bomb was planted for somebody else. All right, I don't know nothing about it. Maybe you're the guy who had it planted as a trap for the DA. Oh, you're crazy. Why do I want to knock off the DA? Stay out of that chair might be a good reason. He ain't got a case. He he admitted it to me. LaGrange, he's merely been stringing you along. Why, Crandall has you sewed up as tight as a drum. No, 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 man. Look, I got an alibi. Sybil Ross? Why, the DA had her story punched full of holes 12 hours after he heard it. Yeah, but he... Uh, well, what do you want? He ain't gonna say so in court. Why not? Because he... Well, well there's maybe somebody putting pressure on him. Yeah, who? I don't know. I don't know nothing about it. Ah. The sheriff's office has three planes in the air now. I gave him a description of the car. I'm afraid it won't do much good, Lieutenant. No, our best bet's sitting right there in that chair. Come on, Nick. Where was Sybil supposed to take him? She wasn't supposed to take him any place. What's she going to do? Leave him alone in the car at the last minute? No, what? Look, I don't know nothing about it. Chief, if you're going to make him talk, you better hurry up. How much time? Only nine more minutes. 
seem like. Actually, though, we're only about three miles from the city hall. Mm-hmm. Even smells like the country. Is that the reservoir up behind us there? Yeah. Sybil, do you realize how lovely you are? I think maybe we'd better stick to business. All right. Then suppose we talk about your intelligence. You've mentioned that before. Three years ago, Nick LaGrange was nothing but a small-time gambler, a strong-arm boy. Then all at once, he started to work angles, pull off smart deals, plenty smart, some of them. And he organized the town. What's that have to do with me? Just this. Nick didn't suddenly acquire a new brain three years ago. But he did meet you. So? Are you claiming I'm the one who plans the move to Nick? Of course, am I right? What about this murder then? You think I planned it too? No, I'd say Nick thought that one up himself. That was his mistake. As far as I know, you've never been actually involved in the rackets. You only did the planning. Do you deny it? I'll deny all of this later, you understand. Yeah, I understand. But for the sake of argument, let's say you're right. Let's say, too, that I'm willing to throw Nick to the line. Then what... Hey, what's the matter with that plane? I don't know. Oh, it's just some moron showing off, I guess. Probably thinks we're a pair of necks. That's not a bad idea, you know. Is that part of the deal, Mr. Brown? Suppose it is. Are you still interested? Look, I told you a dozen times I don't know nothing about it. Don't you understand? It was supposed to be me. Who put up your bail, Nick? Who put up your bail? I don't know. I told you. Where's Sybil supposed to take the DA? Come on, talk. I don't know. Who's the big shot behind the rackets in this town? Nick, I said talk. I will... Ah, look, you wouldn't believe me if I told you. Why don't you try it and see? Hey, look, Mayor. If you don't know who it is, then nobody does. Well, I'm afraid I don't... Chief! Chief, we found the plan. One of the sheriff's planes just spotted them. They're parked up by the reservoir. All right, Gates, hit that radio. Call cars 1421 and 6. They're the closest. Hurry. Right. How long do we have? Not very long. About five minutes. There's no point in beating around the bush, Sybil. The simple fact of the matter is this. I need your help. Even with that airtight case, Mr. Crandall? Oh, it has nothing to do with Nick's trial. He's through and that's that. Well, what is it then? With Nick out of the picture, the rackets are left wide open. I want you to take them over. You what? You could do it. You've been doing all Nick's thinking for over two years anyway. But you're the DA. How come you're telling me to... Oh, wait a second. I get it. Get what? Pin boy for the district attorney. I set up the rackets and you knock them down. Great. Now, look, wait, Sybil. What do I get out of it? Donuts and coffee? What happens when the town's all cleaned up? Is that when little Sybil gets her ticket to jail? Oh, I can see your man being in love with me. Now, look, take it easy. Oh, sure, I'll take it easy. I'll just sit still and wait for it. I suppose you forgot about this big shot behind the scenes. Maybe he's got his own ideas about who takes over for him. What does that leave me? Right in the middle, right square between the boss and the DA. You must really think I'm a dummy. Get out. Get out of this car. Shut up, Sybil. Shut up and listen to me. Give me a chance to explain the deal before you start blowing your top. Sure, I'll give you a chance. 
Go ahead. Try to explain it. I'll give you just two minutes, Mr. Crandall. So you better start and talk fast. I don't know, Chief, but the way it looks now, there's not much chance. No, it's nip and tuck, all right. Car 14 hasn't crossed the viaduct yet, and car 6 is still heading south on Riverside Park. Wait. Car 21. Listen. Now, that's right, 21. Leave the boulevard and take the service road. The sheriff claims that they're parked right below the reservoir. Good luck, and get going. Out. It's still a mile and a half to the reservoir. One thing, boys, whatever happens, I hope you won't let the accusation LaGrange just made get outside this office. It'll be a fine thing if a newspaper got hold of me. Oh, sure, Mayor. He was lying, of course. No, I wasn't lying, Chief. So help me, I wasn't. Shut up, Nick. Oh, brother, the way I figure, there can't be more than two minutes left right now. Well, I'm waiting, Mr. Crandall. Go ahead and talk. Waiting is what you should have done in the first place. You see, I'm not interested in having you set up rackets to be knocked over. I want you to run them. You want me to run them? Why not? You've been doing it anyway. I've known all along that Nick didn't think of most of the schemes he brought to me. You did. Brought me. But then, the big shot. You. Of course, for seven years, Nick never told you, huh? No, he said he was as naked as you. And all the time, it was you. The DA back of the whole setup. It's a nice setup. It works very well. Aren't you forgetting something? What, sir? Nick. He's through. I told you that. Oh, sure, without that phony alibi from me, he'll probably go to the chair, but suppose he does some talking on the way. He won't. You see, he should have been released a few minutes after we left the city hall. You said three o'clock this afternoon. I wanted to get you away so we'd be leave you alone. A couple of the boys have orders to take care of him as soon as he leaves the jail. That's why I bailed him out. Take care of him? I never ask how in matters like this the boys have their own methods. Well, Sybil... Get out of this car and run. But they started to. Any sense I would. I'll show you what power is. How about it? Are you in or are you out? You wouldn't rush a girl, would you? I would if I could. Hey, isn't that a car back there on the service road? Where? Oh, back there. It's a police car. I guess they're coming up here to run us out. Run us out? Yeah, it's a no-trespassing area. They'll get a big surprise when they find out it's the DA. Not to mention you. New girlfriend. Then it's yes. You're in? All the way. Good. We'll take this town apart. Peace by peace. It's pheasant and champagne every day for breakfast. Paul Roger, that's my favorite. Baby, you'll have all favorites from now on. You're a little like that. One thing, Sybil. We've got to keep quiet on the girlfriend angle for a while. Count on me. I won't even breathe. We'll have plenty of time for it later, though. Time, plenty of time and money and power. Plenty of time for a lot of things, baby. All the time in the world. was a tremendous performance. Thank you, Herb, and I really enjoyed working with Maggie Morley, Sheldon Lundert, Ted Von Els, Freeman Lusk, Paul DeBove, and Wilms Herbert. Thanks a lot, folks. This has been Hollywood Star Playhouse, bringing you tales of suspense, thrills, and mystery. 
finest writers and featuring Hollywood's greatest stars, the entire production is under the direction of Mr. Jack Johnstone. Special music was composed and conducted by Jeff Alexander. We invite you to tune in again next week at the same time for another exciting adventure starring the brightest names in the entertainment world. 